let's hear a story about Markham This is Lisa Orton with the weekly Markham Hill Moment of History from Friends of Markham Hill, an effort to save the mountain from development and make it a 200-acre nature, wildlife, historic, and Native American preserve in the middle of Fayetteville, Arkansas. Today's story, How the Pratt Archer Family Lost Markham Hill to a Developer, Parts 1 and 2. Part 1, How It Started. The following is from the article Pratt Place to Maintain Operations in Wake of Chapter 11 Filing. Pratt Place Says It Looks to Improve. Written by Christy Swanson on January 28, 2015 for the online Arkansas Democrat Gazette. Quote, A Fayetteville Inn and Event Center will continue operations despite a recent bankruptcy court filing, its owner said. Julian and Jane Archer, owners of Pratt Place Inn and Barn, filed January 15 for Chapter 11 protection in U.S. Bankruptcy Court for the Western District of Arkansas. Chapter 11 allows a filer to propose a reorganization plan that allows a business to continue running while paying creditors. We are here with the property, which has been in the Pratt-Archer family since 1900, and we are going to continue being here, Julian Archer stated in an email Monday night. Pratt Place opened in 2008 on top of Markham Hill, west of Razorback Road. The property was purchased by Cassius and Maggie Pratt in 1900 and includes a boutique, hotel, cottage, and barn used as event space. Christy Swanson continued, Archer wrote that Simmons Bank's purchase of Metropolitan Bank was one of the actions that led to the bankruptcy filing but did not respond to additional questions. Simmons First National Corps bought Metropolitan National Bank for $53.6 million in September 2013 as part of a bankruptcy case. Julian Archer continued in his email about his own bankruptcy filing. This will allow us to improve our operations and is something many businesses, large and small, do. The January filing is the third Chapter 11 filing affiliated with the Archers. The couple filed for bankruptcy protection on April 21st for Archer LLC and Sassafras Hill Communications, Inc. The Archer LLC filing shows debts to the Washington County tax collector of $77,500 for 2010 through 2013. It lists the 68.4 acres east side of the property on Markham Hill with a value of $3.75 million. The filing shows monthly average income from the facilities at $41,000. The Archers asked the court's permission Thursday to sell a parcel on Halsell Road to Darren and Jean Nutter for $70,000. Sassafras Hill Communications leases a cell phone tower to Verizon. The monthly financial report the Archers must file with the court shows the corporation had a monthly income of $4,431 from May to November. Christy Swanson continued her article. Pratt Place Inn and Barn has received several accolades over the past several years, including being named as Forbes Travel Guide Recommended Hotel in 2014. It was one of 82 hotels worldwide to earn the designation. It also has received the AAA Four Diamond Rating and was chosen as one of the top 50 places for destination weddings in the U.S. by Martha Stewart Weddings. Part 2 Sean Shoemaker's interview with Julian Archer. 
Sean Shoemaker, a senior at the University of Arkansas in Fayetteville, researched and wrote a lengthy article for his journalism class in February 2020 entitled Preserving Markham and the Discord Between Neighbors and Developers. During his research, he interviewed Julian Archer on the phone. Julian lives in Des Moines, Iowa. Following our excerpts from this interview, I did not change Sean's wording or punctuation. I added some bracketed comments for clarity. For Sean's complete article, go to his website, theshoemakerfits.health.blog, and scroll down past the tiger story. Quote, I asked Julian personally how the property exchanged ownership from him to specialized real estate group. When he inherited the land his mother, Evangeline Pratt Waterman Archer, willed him in 1980, he began to negotiate with the University of Arkansas to redraw property lines. We negotiated for six years until we finally reached a settlement, trading land value for value, dollar per dollar, and gave the university one consolidated piece of property, 62 to 63 acres, on the northwest side of the hill, Archer said. This corresponds to the land and property that Joy Pratt Markham willed to the university. The remaining 144 acres belonged to Julian's mother. In 2006, my wife and I decided to create an inn and an event space, the barn. The barn that's up there. I designed and built, and then we created the inn, which saved the Pratt House. It was falling apart, and when I say it was falling apart, it was really falling apart, Archer added. Several years after the Pratt Inn and Vent Barn were built, Julian and Jane Archer had their 144-acre property appraised. It came to around $5 million. Then we had some minor technical problems, which allowed Simmons Bank to institute some bankruptcy actions against us, Archer said. Archer said that he was then deceived by the bank, and they asked him when he could pay them for the debt he owed. I said, fine. I went in to make the payment, and they said we refused the money. What they wanted was to get the property. They wanted us just to turn the property over to them so they could sell it for a huge profit, Archer said. Julian then filed for bankruptcy with some protection, but unfortunately, he lost due to the lawyer he had chosen. Julian then explained how he tried to raise money to get the bank out of the picture. In 2005, we created what's called a planned zoning district. It's called a PZD, and we put 72 acres into that PZD. It's the 72 acres on the east half of Markham Hill. The 72 acres on the west half of Markham Hill, zoned RSF4 at the time, consist of intact urban forest with a few running trails. Most of the 72-acre PZD on the east half of Markham Hill is also intact urban forest. Julian continued, We decided to sell those 72 acres on the west to raise the money to get the bank out of the picture, and we put it up for sale and a number of people were interested, but the best bid came in from Specialized Real Estate Group, Archer said, so we were going to sell it to them. Archer reiterated, Now, the purpose of all this was to get Simmons Bank out of the picture. The sale price for those 72 acres was over a million dollars. That would have reduced our debt to Simmons Bank dramatically. We still would have owed them some money, and we could have come up with it by selling something else. Archer added that Specialized said they had investors who would put up the money to buy the 72-acre PZD, pay off Simmons Bank, completely out of the picture, and then they would refinance it for us. We would then owe them 35 to 40% of what we owed to Simmons Bank. 
In other words, the sale of the land of the 72 acres on the west would get rid of the bulk of our debt and the investors would refinance the rest of what we owed, Archer said. That was the deal we had. It was an understanding. It was verbal. And he, Seth Mims, swore to this under oath in federal court on February 4, 2016. He was going to keep it zoned as it was. And he swore to that under oath at federal bankruptcy court. So he believed that he was going to get his financers, pay off the bank, and sell the property back to us at that price which would refinance it, Archer said. What happened was, as soon as we sold the property to him, he went silent. He wouldn't respond to a phone call, to visits, to email, anything. And within one week, he turned around and sold it to his investors, Archer said. When asked if there was any unfinished business, Archer said, In addition to the furnishings of the inn, which were purchased for business purposes, we have family items in there, paintings, awards, our piano, and the old farm implements on the walls in the barn. There's a huge number of personal items that we stuck around for decorative purposes, and we're trying to get those back. So far, Specialized has refused to give back the Archer's personal items. Archer said emotionally, We lost everything in 2016. We lost my grandparents' house, my parents' house, our own house. We lost all that land. We don't even set foot there. For photos corresponding to this story, go to Facebook group Friends of Markham Hill and look for the weeklies entitled How the Pratt Archer Family Lost Markham Hill to a Developer, Parts 1 and 2. This is Lisa Orton with the weekly Markham Hill Moment of History.